0: You are listening to Termination Dust by Alana Terry, narrated by Becky Dowdy, and sponsored by the award-winning novel, The Beloved Daughter. Visit alanaterrycom Beloved to listen to this gripping audiobook about a Christian girl in North Korea. And now, enjoy today's episode of Unabridged, the Christian Fiction
1: Audiobook Podcast. Chapter 47 It was everything her mother told her it would be. The streets were made of glass, the gates of the most exquisite jewels. He was there. She could sense him even though she didn't see him, the warmth of his fatherly love soothing over any pain, silencing any fears. She wanted to run to him, but something was stopping her. She didn't understand. She could hear the distant music and wanted to join in the majestic chorus, but she was too far away. She couldn't make out the melody, could only faintly hear it, sense it as a vague echo of what might have been. It was getting quieter now, fading further off into the distance. Kimmy was frantic to find out what she had to do to get it back. Is someone there? Is that you, Mom? The music stopped, and the pain that battered every inch of her body immediately stole away any memory of the joy or peace she had previously felt. It had all been a dream. There was no heavenly bubble of protection, no glorious music, no majestic homecoming. She was still alive. For all Chuck's threats, he hadn't managed to kill her after all. Someone was with her, someone watching over her, trying to wake her up. Mom, are you here? As soon as she tried to speak the words, Kimmy remembered her mother was in a different place, the paradise that Kimmy had only managed to glimpse from the other side of an unscalable chasm. Her mom couldn't help her now. Nobody could. Kimmy shut her eyes again, wondering just how much longer she'd have to wait before she heard that heavenly music once again. CHAPTER 48 It was hard to guess how many times Kimmy had drifted in and out of consciousness, begging to wake up in the paradise she'd envisioned, only to find herself still lying in a broken heap on a blood-stained carpet. Where was Pip? That one thought alone gave her reason to try to rouse herself. She had to find out if her brother was Okay. Searing pain in her shoulder made crawling impossible, so she used her legs to scoot inch by inch, collapsing every few feet from the effort. Through the roaring in her ears, she heard the Bible songs her mother used to sing. I can do all things, I can do all things, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. She didn't know how far she'd moved, It felt like Miles, except she was still in Duane's bedroom. She had to make it downstairs, had to check on Pip. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. Throughout the past ten years, the bulk of Kimmy's prayer life had been spent asking God to release her and her family from Chuck's tyranny. When the Lord remained silent, She eventually grew tired of asking. But now, the instinct to pray, to plead, to call on the Lord for help, was just as strong as the urge to survive. She had to keep going, had to make sure her brother was okay. She didn't know the extent of her injuries and wasn't sure if she was putting herself in more danger by trying to move. All she knew was that if Chuck had been angry enough to do this to her— He might have done anything to Pip. She had to find out. And if her brother was still in danger, she would fight her stepfather until her dying breath to keep Pip safe. Down the hall, a trickle of wet blood following behind her, she pressed on to the staircase. What now? She couldn't think about the pain, couldn't even think about her own survival. All she had to push herself forward was the image of her brother's scared face. She had to get to Pip. She tried to call out to him, but it hurt too much. She couldn't inhale enough air. She blacked out on the top of the staircase, and when she opened her eyes again, they stung. Smoke. She did her best to look behind her, but could only turn her head a few degrees before the pain rippled down to her ribs and radiated through her entire body. The smoke was coming from upstairs. She had to go down. She had to get to Pip. Scooting on her bottom like a tiny toddler pretending the stairs were a giant slide, she grimaced against the pain and worked her way down. She nearly passed out once more on the center step, but forced her eyes to stay open even though her mind registered nothing but pain. Pip. She had to save Pip. Whatever Chuck had done, the fire was upstairs. She still had time. She had to save her brother. At the bottom step, adrenaline soared through her, and she managed a few whole steps before tottering down. Her head was light The pain in her shoulder made it nearly impossible to focus on anything else. Help me, God! She was moving again. It wasn't graceful or efficient, but she struggled forward inch by painstaking inch to the living room, her lungs stinging with every breath she took. Whatever flames upstairs were causing the smoke, she couldn't hear them over the roaring of her pulse in her ears. Just another ten feet to the living room... Pip! she croaked, stealing herself for whatever she might find. Would he be injured too? She had no idea how she'd carry him, but she'd muster the strength to get him out of this house and to safety. That's all that mattered. She might be dead in ten minutes, but as long as she got Pip outside, it would be okay. She grabbed onto the doorframe and pulled herself forward with a groan. She was in the living room, but her brother wasn't there. Chapter 49 Kimmy woke up from another blackout, trying to remember what she was doing on the floor in a room full of smoke. Someone was calling her name, someone muffled and far away. Where was Pip? She tried to push herself up, but there was no connection left between her brain's demands and her body's ability to comply. Pip! She was screaming the word, or at least she thought she was, but she couldn't hear herself. Smoke stung her lungs. She tried to cough, but the hot pain streaking from her ribs immobilized her completely. What had Chuck done to Pip? Kimmy. She ignored the voice, She had a job to do. She couldn't fail her brother. If only she could remember how to move. A man's face frowned down at her. Fingers touched her face, but she didn't feel them. He was saying something to her, but she couldn't understand the words. It wasn't until he tried to move her that she fought him off. No, she needed to save Pip. He couldn't take her anywhere. She thrashed her body, fighting him off, confusion and pain clouding out any higher reasoning she screamed her brother's name the first time she'd managed to make her own voice heard he whispered something in her ear but she couldn't hear it over the deafening roar of flames chapter 50 Kimmy blinked her eyes open can you hear me A kind face gazed down at her, the relief evident in his eyes. Her lips were dry and cracking. "'Don't try to talk,' he told her. "'They're taking you to the hospital. You're going to be all right.' She didn't believe him. He was lying to her. She was dying. There was no way to recover from injuries this severe. And she'd failed to save her brother.' The stretcher she was lying on bounced as it was wheeled down her sister's walkway. Ahead of her, she saw the iron gate wide open and wondered how the ambulance had managed to get inside. The stretcher turned as they approached the vehicle, and she saw her sister's home engulfed in flames. Pip! The sound was deafening, a roar of pain and terror and trauma and disbelief. Pip! Her soul screamed out the words, but all she could hear were kind assurances from the man beside her. Everything's going to be okay. Yet another lie. The stretcher was hefted into the back of the ambulance. She shut her eyes, but all she could see were the flames that had claimed her brother's life. She hadn't reached him in time. It didn't matter what happened to her now. They might as well let her die as quickly as possible. She was ready. There was nothing left for her on earth.
0: You've been listening to Termination Dust by Ilana Terry. Today's episode of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is sponsored by The Beloved Daughter Audiobook, available exclusively on Audible. Visit slash beloved to download the Beloved Daughter audiobook narrated by two time Audio Award winner Kathy Garver. If you're new to Audible, you can listen to this award winning novel right away with a no risk, 30 day free trial when you go to slash beloved. And don't forget to tune in soon for the next installment of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. Thanks for listening.